Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Co Show. My name is Mason Co. Here, as always, with my co-host Aaron Co. Hello. Today is Monday, November sixteenth. This is Seahawk Talk number ten. And uh, yeah, yeah, six and three, tied with the Rams and the Cardinals for the division. Although technically in third, place. technically in third place because we lost obviously to both of them. Um, Russ put up a stinker three out of four weeks. He has not looked good. Sixteen points total for us. Um. Yeah, it's not good. No, not good, <laughs> not good. the The Rams only put up twenty three. The defense looked pretty good in the second half, but negative feelings. Bad, bad. Yeah, yeah. It just looked 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 bad. I mean, I the coaching staff did a bad job. Um, the the offense was bad. Yeah. <laughs> the defense, you know, hey, you give up twenty three points. I. I would have signed up for that, mm. you know, <laughs> before I think you took the over on this one, right? I did. Yeah, that was my loss. <laughs> so you're thinking, you're thinking, yeah, I mean, 23 points sounds great because I think, you know, you, you would have expected the Seahawks to, to score in, in the 30s. Um, that obviously didn't happen. Now, the defense did get gashed quite a bit in the first half. Um, it's kind of scored or, you know, moved the ball pretty much at will in the, in the first half. Um so that that's you know that's going to be a concern all year, but obviously you know, I I hate to bang on Russ too much. You know I heard somebody say, you know this team's the Dallas Cowboys without Russell Wilson. I'm not I'm not going to go that far. I still think you know Geno Smith could win you a couple games probably, <laughs> um, but but yeah, there's no question. You know when he plays like an MVP, they win. When he turns the ball over three or more times, they lose. And he was yep. as bad as I've seen in, in years yesterday. So, I, you know, I don't expect that to continue. I think he'll get that turned around. But a lot of a lot of concerns about the way he played yesterday and, and also just kind of, you know, a little bit of body language. And he looked frustrated at times. Yeah, and speaking of frustrated, DK Metcalf showed the first signs of <laughs> star receiver not hating his quarterback yeah well and i uh, i i can't blame him because you know there's so yes he's covered by you know i don't know is he the best corner in the league if top, not he's he's one of the best at, at the very least um but i you know he wasn't covered by him every time um the time he got frustrated he was wide open wide open and russ didn't even look at him um, you know, when I played flag football, if, if I was wide open and someone didn't look at me, the quarterback heard about it, mm. you know, I mean, I, I don't think I'm not concerned about that at all. Um, and you know, I, Russ seemed to, he seems to avoid DK when there's an elite corner on the other team. He did that against Arizona. So there's two things. One, Russ has got, you still got to try to get the guy the ball. Yeah. And two, you know, skybox shoddy, find a way. So scheme some things, you know, run some, run some screen passes. See if he can, he's, you know, one of the fastest receivers in the league. He should be able to break tackles. See if you can get him, you know, get him some, some cheap catches to keep him involved in the game. I just, I thought it was a poor job by, 
by you know everyone there and he, he was open a couple times and Russ missed him on a deep ball you know just just off his fingertips um so i you know i have no concerns about about him acting that way i like i said i you know a high school receiver might act that way it it when you're wide open you're pissed that yeah like dude i haven't had many chances i finally get you know get one and you didn't even look my way at all so yeah i i totally get it yeah and i mean if you know no one really had an impressive box score there was really no bright spots from the offense right i mean lockett 5 for 66 that's our leading receiver i mean it's you know yeah um yeah i mean just just not great overall russ with two picks and a fumble 22 for 37 for 248 that's 6.7 yards per attempt six sacks 31 qbr yeah i mean just just not good um i'm i don't think russ will continue to play this way going forward but it makes me it makes me feel like the seahawks are somewhat fraudulent as contenders like i i don't know if you can really put them up there yeah, I mean, they're, they're, you know, it's, you know, who's a contender seems to change every week in, in the NFC. You know, we ruled the Saints out, and then they, you know, they've looked strong in the last couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. now, now they're probably back in there. If the Seahawks win on Thursday night, uh, you know, then they'll be right back in right. the discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I have concerns about if they can win on Thursday. I mean, they've lost three out of four. Um and man, you gotta put put the disappointment away and get over it fast. And you have this is I'm not gonna say it's is it a must win? Not in the strictest sense of the word. It's not like they're eliminated, right? You know, especially with the expanded playoff. I mean, it, it ultimately it's not the end of the world. But the division is is slipping away if they don't win this Thursday. So I'm not saying it's a must win, but it's a it's it's close. It's I, close I'm going to say that. it's a must win. I think if you for don't win this, I think if you yeah. don't win this, that's like it's a must win for the fans. It's a must <laughs> win. Yeah, for me, it's a must win. Yeah, so. for for us watching and our emotions, it's a must win. I yeah. don't know. I mean, if they lose the game, I mean they're still six and four, and they're in the in the playoff mix and all that. But but yeah, I mean I I hear you. I mean it it feel it feels that way. It feels like mm-hmm. a must win. Yeah. Um. On the on the defensive side, Jamal Adams with two sacks, three tackles for loss, two two QB hits. So I mean, he looked he looked good. I don't think he did look very good. Really? No, I don't. He had he had a, a couple of of splash plays at the end of the game. You know, he came out for a while. It was questionable return. So I like that he came back in, but. I felt like he made some business decisions in the running game. I felt like he got blocked a little too easily. He he turned down an opportunity to make a tackle on a on a touchdown run. Um I yeah, I I don't know. I to me and then he talked about how he played with one arm and he made sure everybody knew knew that. I I don't like that. Like most great players don't talk about things like that. They mm-hmm. just They'll give you some answer. Well, everybody's banged up this time of year, or something like that. I don't like guys who use excuses, so I I, I was concerned about that. Um, and you know, again, I think he made some business decisions. Uh, 
in the game. And to me, you know, either play or don't play. Yeah. So if you're going to be out there, then go hit somebody. If you can't play, then get Ryan Neal in there. He's played okay. You know, he, you know, I, I don't know. I Yeah, but he did. I mean, he made a couple of nice plays. Um, he, uh, you know, had the, obviously the strip. Um, he finished off a sack that K.J. Wright created. Um, and, you know, he, he does make some plays, but I just I don't feel like overall, I, I don't know. I'm not, you know, g- give me my draft picks back. That's what I'm feeling right, right now well, on that yeah. guy. Honestly, All right. um, in my opinion, I feel like you kind of bring him in to to make those splash plays. I, yeah, you know, I, I think, I think, you know, yeah, I I'm starting to think maybe two first rounders was quite a bit, but I th- I think he's in the role he's in where we need him to kind of do everything. I feel like he's doing an okay job, and I agree though if. If you're going to go out there, like, you can't, you know, if you're going to be out there, you got to play hard, you mm-hmm. know? You, like, I agree with that. So I mean, there, there was a game, a couple, a playoff game, I, I believe, then they lost it, um, where I think it was. I'm trying to remember. I could be wrong. It was a big game. Maybe it was to get into the playoffs. But Bobby Wagner was playing hurt, and he looked awful. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, get him, get him out of there. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, he's... One of my favorite. I mean, he's the one. He's the jersey I have, right? Yeah. I, I love. I love you, and I think you're awesome, and you you should go to the Hall of Fame. But you're killing the defense today. Mm-hmm. Like, get the backup out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so play or don't play. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, but he did. He did make. He did make some big plays. So, and those are, you know, those are important. As we can see, turnovers are huge. So he created a turnover. And that was at the moment a big, really big play in the game. Um, unfortunately, uh, you know, the Seahawks, you know, turned the ball over yeah. themselves to, you know, um, sort of negate that. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm not totally down on him. And I, you know, obviously he's got a couple injuries he's dealing with. I'm, I don't, I, I was kind of being a little facetious with the giving my draft picks yeah. back. Like I, I still have hope that that will work, but. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I I want consistent plays. You know, if you're watching a baseball game, if a you know if a guy hits a solo home run and then strikes out the other four at bats, like I'm not in love with that. Right. And that's kind of what, what he feels like right now. Mm-hmm. All, all or nothing, um, and too much nothing at times. So. Yeah. But hopefully he'll he'll get that turned around. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I do want to talk about that. So yeah, Jamal Adams. One of the, uh, you know, he forced that turnover, and then Russ just made like the the most unRuss decision yeah. and throw I've ever seen. He he could have ran for the first down, and at the last second he just decides to on the run, heave one in the air, you know, really lofted. It's you know it, it's it's not like he threw it on a line and I mean the safety had it from a mile away like it wasn't even yeah he um you know in this game he was getting rushed the Rams you know have a knack for getting after him yeah you know with Aaron Donald in there whether it's him or or he's drawing a triple team and somebody else is coming in Mm -hmm. um so I, I think sometimes he drops his head too much and and feels a rush when it's 
not there or uh you know in that on that play you know if he steps up and throws it early it's it it's a good play it's a you know it's a, they're going to disley there on a wheel, wheel route they had a touchdown on that earlier in the season um but he steps sideways and throws it late and then you know it's the oldest the oldest adage in in since the forward passing game is don't throw it across your body late yeah. and that's what he did mm-hmm. you know bad things happen that's four uh, end zone turnovers i believe uh, which is something he really had never done um so that was and then i'm mike Ayupati could have run for a fucking first down on that play like there was so much green grass yeah. in front of him yeah um I, you know, I don't, I just, it's a shocking decision by him and one that he normally doesn't make. And I'm not, I'm not sounding alarm bells on, on Russell Wilson. I do feel like though, maybe people are banging on him today more than usual, but I feel like he gets a free pass way too much. You know, if you just sort of read what people are saying and what fans are saying, and even on, you know, some comments, even on my Facebook page, you know, Defense, defense, defense. Yeah, the defense, we know the defense is not very good. Mm-hmm. They did what they needed to do yesterday. They, they only gave him 23, and that's all you can ask. Yeah. That's legitimately all you can ask. And, you know, even, hell, even the Super Bowl that they lost. You know who threw the interception? Yeah. You know, I mean, but he gets a pass. Like, we blame the call. We blame Jermaine Curse for not making the block. You know, we. Rare, how often do you hear... Well, Russell Wilson threw an interception and a key. You know, you don't yeah, hear that. Yeah, you don't hear it doesn't, it a lot, It's not the know. narrative. Mm-mm. So, but he's the one that threw the interception. Um, and I, again, I, I'm not totally banging on him here, but here's the deal. He makes $35 million a year. Part of the reason you don't have some defensive players, part of the reason you don't have uh, Frank, the uh, last name I'm blanking on him, that went to the Chiefs. Frank, 50, Clark. Frank, Frank Clark. Part of the reason you don't have Frank Clark is because Russell Wilson, you know, has a big contract. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we need him to play like that. And when he doesn't this year, anyway, they they lose. Mm-hmm. When he does, they win. Yeah. Regardless, you know, regardless of what the defense is doing. So, um, but that was a that was the worst decision I've seen him make. I don't know ever. Maybe I can't. I mean, I can't think of one. You know, there's not any that pop into my head. Yeah, and maybe the worst game he's played since his rookie year. I mean, I'm sure I could dig up a few. Hell, the NFC Championship game that put them in the Super Bowl that I just talked about, you know, that was a terrible game by him that he ended up winning. Yeah. Um, but, man, yeah, this is this was as, as bad as, as he's been, and I don't know. I, maybe he's feeling pressure that he needs to just do everything, and, you know, I think whatever sport you're in, if you're trying to hit a home run, you're not going to, you're probably not going to hit a home run. If, if you're in the NBA finals, you know, if you're trying to take over the game, most of the time, you're not going to be able to do it. You gotta, you know, you gotta let the game come to you to some extent. Mm -hmm. So I feel like maybe he's pressing and, you know, he just has to get back to being, being what he is. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I think the, the stretch this last four game stretch he did have a good game in there but it's just looked unrust like yeah you know he just hasn't looked hasn't looked the same obvious certainly as he has you know earlier in the year but even just for the, his whole career just making weird decisions like kind of floating balls um even before he he 
turned the ball over in some key situations. He just kind of looked off. He was yeah. missing, especially on the deep balls, just yeah, missing here just and there. Missed. There were two, what, what, two or three passes were I mean, off, off of fingertips. Yeah, like literally one inch mm-hmm. might have the receiver might have been able to make a nice catch. But yeah, he was just in every aspect was off. He was off in seeing things that were open. Um, you know, didn't take opportunities to run where maybe he could have. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you what, I don't know if this is Russ or Schottenheimer or a combination of the two. I don't ever want to look at a box score like I'm looking at right now, and I don't ever want to see Freddie freaking Swain with as many targets as DK Metcalf. Yeah. You I don't just, ever want to see that again. There was, a, there was a, a couple points where you were like, force it to him. Like, just yeah. force, even if you throw a pick, force the ball to DK. <laughs> and I agree. You got it. I mean, he's – he at this point is a receiver where you have to just give him targets and let him work. Even if it's against a cornerback like Jalen Ramsey, put it up in the air and, you know, let him, let him haul it in. Yeah. You know, get some screen. Like I mentioned earlier, be creative, get Mm -hmm. some screens, run some picks, Mm -hmm. do what you have to do. He's, he's, he's shown that he's not just a go route, right? He's shown that he can do, you know, move the ball in different ways. So, I there was either a lack of creativity by Schottenheimer or or Russ just you know turning turning down opportunities. I think it was a combination of both. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, what else? I mean, what else do you got? I, well, I think the second biggest thing, um, you know, the worst decision in the game was that throw by Russ. The second worst decision um, was Pete Carroll uh, not not going for it. Um, I think they had so there's there's a lot of different kinds of fourth and ones and there's a lot of different things that go into whether to go for it or not so fourth and one can be fourth and almost two yards yeah or it can be fourth and a millimeter okay mm-hmm. big difference very big in, in the type of plays you can call um, in, in this case I think it was about six or eight inches okay um, you're on, I think you're what your own 40 at that time. That's a factor or mm. maybe it's 45. I don't remember the exact yard line, but they're on their own side of the field. Yeah. That's a factor. You know, how, do, how does your offensive line match up? That's a factor. Can you actually punt it to your defense and trust them? That's a factor. There's, mm. there's a lot of things that go into it. Do you have a play that you like? I mean, they're on and on and on. Um, to me, just listening to him in the to Pete in the post game press conference, and he's a defensive coach, and that's you know you're gonna have these headaches with defensive defensive coach, and you get a whole different set of headaches sometimes with offensive coaches. But he, so he's saying he trusted the defense. He believe you know he believes that they're gonna get stops. But don't you also, as the head coach, need to trust your offense? Like, yeah. shouldn't you trust both sides of the ball? Especially when when they're good and your defense isn't. Yeah. There's no reason to trust your defense more. Yeah. And he was doubling down, basically saying he'd probably do it again, even though it didn't work out that time. He felt like that was the right decision at the time. And he's shown that. I mean, that's who Pete is. Yeah. And, you know, if they if they go for it and don't get it, people are hammering him for that too. Like there's you know it's hard to win mm-hmm. if the if it if your decision doesn't work. Seriously, yeah. Eighty percent of the fans 
second guess. I will say very firmly that most people were first guessing. You know, this wasn't a lot of people after after the defense gave up a touchdown that said it was a bad call. I know we and I just on Twitter, the media, actual media people that I respect who are usually, you know, they talk to Pete every day, so they don't bang on him too much no, they because don't. they need a relationship with Pete. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wish they would ask him tougher questions. They were banging on it. Yeah, like, like Greg Bell, hard. Greg Bell was just all over it, like over and over again. I was surprised because that's not like Greg Bell to, to do that. But Joe Fan was Fan, on it. Duger yeah. was on it. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is a tweet from Joe Fan. Pete Carroll doubled down and said he would have punted it again on fourth and inches if given a chance at a redo. Yeah. he would have. So he just like complete ignorance or I don't – insanity like i <laughs> you know is he senile like i don't he just doesn't understand why that was a bad decision yeah how can you not i, I think don't... he's looking at you know if we don't get it we're really fucked you know yeah. which is true i yeah. mean it is he's right yeah um like if you if you go for it and don't get it there they have a short field they're gonna get a, at least a field goal out mm-hmm. of it like i i get it but to me in that scenario and i'm not you know me i'm not a huge analytics guy i'm not a go for it every time guy yeah yeah especially on your own side of the field but look at your look at what you've got um you know run a sneak i mean we saw the huskies run sneaks you know with a with a a freshman you know in his first start like you know go get go get six inches Mm -hmm. if you can't get that then they're bigger problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was awful. I'll tell you what. And I, I know nobody wants to talk about this play, and I'm doing it again, twice in one fucking podcast. The the play in the yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I didn't like that call, but I can I can give you a lot of reasons why that was why that was a not a horrible decision. Me too. Me too. In the, before the ball gets picked off, right? So I'm first guessing, right? Second guessing, yeah, I'll, I'll say it. Worst thing ever. But be, before the play, you're thinking about the time, how much time is left if you run the ball and don't get it. Another thing people don't like to talk about is Marshawn Lynch was terrible in short yarded situations that year. A lot, a lot of the because of the offensive line. You know, I can I can tell you a lot of reasons. I could sell either side of that. Okay, I can't I can't sell this for Pete. I can't sell that decision for no. Pete. It's just, it was just bad, and mm-hmm. you know it. I'm afraid, you know, I'm I'm afraid that this may impact how he does things down the road. You know, I I feel like Russ has lost some equity, but also let Russ cook. He's on. He's gonna have way more turnovers than he's ever had in a season. Yeah. You know, let Russ cook doesn't always work. You do have to show some mix there, and maybe with Chris Carson coming back. Maybe, you know, maybe it's just having that, that physical running back is what you need for Russ to take a little pressure off of him. But, um, man, yeah, that was two awful decisions in the game, one by Russ on that throw and one by Pete to not go for it, I think took away any chance that you had to win this this game. And, I mean, I, I did not realize this. Russ was our leading rusher. <sighs> yeah. I eight, mean, eight for 60. Alex Collins had 11 for 43. Alex Collins, who's been out of the league for a year and a half, 
is our, you know, yeah. I mean, our top three running backs are out. Yeah. You know, I think if you have Chris Carson or even Carlos Hyde or maybe even if, you know, Rashad Penny had, had been able to come back, maybe this is a different outcome. I mm-hmm. don't know. But, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously DJ Dallas, they've lost some faith in him. He got two carries in the game. Um, Travis Homer got hurt um, at some point in the game. So he, you know, he did have one of his typical, uh, yeah, he had, you know, let's see, he had three targets, you know, he had his typical two, two yard catch on third and 12 or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Got to, got to get a couple of those in there. Um, so I don't know. I, I think if they could get any one of those three running backs back, it's really going to help Russ a lot. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of a lot of concerns, and we all panic when they lose. But when it's three out of four, yeah, yeah. But on the flip side of it, you know they're six and three. True. Yeah. They went on Thursday night, and they're gonna be, um, you know, they won't be in first place, but they'll. Well, actually, they would be because they'd be in first place for at least a few days mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they'll they'll have more wins than the Rams. Um. So they can be right back in first place with a win, right back in contention. Um, you know, if they get 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 some running backs back, um, get their starting corners back. We need to talk about their corners too. Yeah. Um, you know, they. I still think they're one of the teams that's in the mix, but they can't have a bunch of injuries, and Russ has to get right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess let's let's talk about the corners. Yeah, uh, not so great. So I will say, you know, um, what's his name? Uh, Reed. DJ Reed. DJ Reed. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Here's the th- you know, like we always say about corners. Um, if if I don't notice a corner, they're probably playing pretty well. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice him uh, getting beat or making, making any mistakes, it seems like he played reasonably well. Um, what did you think of the play of the corners? Yeah, um, you know, Quandre Diggs got cooked on that one play yeah. with Cooper Cup in the beginning of the game. I feel like overall, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and act like he's been super disappointing but I, I definitely I was really excited about him, yeah. and I'm not quite sure if he was up to what I was really hoping for. Right. Um, I don't think he's played as well as he did last year. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I agree with that. And he played really well for us last year. Yeah. And he was kind of, you know, not a question mark, but when he was coming in, he hadn't been playing as well, and he came in and just played super well and. So, you know, I was hoping he could keep that up. Seems like he hasn't quite. And the know. thing is, with, with Jamal Adams doing what we, we want him to do, which is be more in the box, mm-hmm. blitz, um, you know, tackles for loss on the running backs. For him to do that, that means you have a single high safety. Yeah. And, and that means that Diggs needs to play, you know, like Earl Thomas did back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's quite there right now. No. No, I definitely – I don't think he's there. But, yeah, Jamal Adams, I don't know. I feel like 
to get the full uh, the full potential out of Jamal Adams and continue to have a good secondary is to be really creative and kind of have Jamal Adams play some sort of rover thing where he's just doing his thing. Right. But Pete, uh, like, I, I don't think that's going to be the plan for, for Pete. I think, you know, I, again, I'm not an X's and O's guy, so I don't know exactly what the most effective method of that would be. Uh, but, like, Jamal Adams isn't really a safety. You know, he's he's like a he's like a Leo <laughs> safety cornerback. Like he's not, you know. Yeah. So I feel like <clears throat> I, f- I feel like we should play Jamal Adams with the idea that we're going to have to bolster the the rest of the coverage because right. Jamal Adams is going to be flying around doing his thing. But I don't I don't think we have quite good enough personnel for that. I don't think, I don't think Pete is going to revolutionize football, you know, at this point in his career. And I also don't think Ken Norton is good. So no, he's not. And a lot of people want Ken Norton fired. Um, I don't have a problem with firing him. He's very replaceable. Like I don't think he's very good. Mm -hmm. But if you think that, if you if you think that he's a huge part of the problem, I think that's misguided. I think it's more to the players right now. Um, you know, and, and I will say, I mean, they, they're trying to do things with Jamal Adams. I mean, he's, he blitzed nine times yesterday. That's probably more than, um, than Cam Chancellor did in his career. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, that's probably a slight exaggeration, but they almost never blitzed Cam Chancellor. Mm-hmm. Most of his big hits were at the line of scrimmage or, or slightly past the Crossing line of scrimmage. And stuff. Yeah. So, they're they're trying, you know. They they're blitzing more than they ever have, which at times works and at times costs them. That's why you're seeing a lot of screen passes that go for big yards because there's no no one there. They're they're in the backfield going, oh shit, that mm-hmm. was a screen pass. Mm-hmm. Now what, you know? So, um, yeah, I you know, how how do you feel about Trey Flowers? Um, yeah, I I don't think he had his worst game per se uh, definitely I, he made didn't there was one good play he had right but then there was a couple times where i think it was on a third down you called it you're like here comes it was like third and 12 <laughs> and you're like here comes a 14 yard reception it was like an 18 yard reception or something but yeah he just w- when they showed the replay he he was never at any point close enough to make a play at yeah, any point yeah. in the entire route he was too far away to make a play. So there was like no, unless the guy was running a, a nine route, a hundred percent he had no business. Like there was nothing he was doing that was helping. Yeah. He's just, he's trying to keep things in front of him. He's not playing with confidence. I mean, if you look at, you know, Darius Williams for the Rams who had two picks yesterday, there's a, you know, the, one of the picks that he made, um, he just went after the ball and mm-hmm. went and, and got it. Yeah. Um, and there, you know, on the, on the flip side, you know, Trey was in position to make, to, you know, he's trying, he's basically thinking tackle before, before ball. And there's one, one play. I don't remember exactly when it was, but 
he was he was there, and if he sells out for it, he at least knocks it down. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe catches it, mm-hmm. but he just lets it go. As, he's just kind of breaking down and almost breaking down and getting ready for the tackle instead of going after the ball. And that's you know, for Pete Carroll's defense to work, you you need part of it. Part of Pete Carroll's belief, and he's right about this, is turnovers. You know, and it's it is true. Like the team that wins the turnover battle usually wins the game. Yeah. Not always, but usually. Um, and that's you know proved to be the case this year for the Seahawks for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to have corners who are willing to go catch the ball when it's thrown thrown at them. Yeah. Um, you know the Rams the Rams did that with their second best corner. Um, now he did, you know, Darius Williams. He, I believe, he was the one that was on uh, when um, DK yelled at Russ. I believe it was Williams that was on him, and you know, so if you have an aggressive corner like that, what do you do? You run a double move, yeah, and get them to bite and and you know get a big play on him, um, which the Seahawks weren't able to do. So Trey Trey is trying not to let that happen to him, and hey, there's something to be said for that but when when the ball is there go catch it yeah go i mean you had it was all you had to do was lay out for it and get at least get a hand on it Mm -hmm. and instead he allows a you know a first down so because he's just scared he's scared to get beat so but that's why he's a backup corner you know Mm -hmm. so hopefully we get our guys back and hopefully he goes back to being a backup which is you know at best what he is in the nfl it would appear yeah, um, the Brown, the what's his name? I wanna, I wanna say his name. The cornerback for the Rams that looked really good. He he had another great play in the end zone too, where he recovered late with Tyler Lockett and yeah. took it out of bounds. And so, that's the guy Darius Williams, right? That was Darius the guy Williams. Was, that's yeah, the guy yeah, I was yeah. talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just. So he had um, two picks in the game, and then had that yeah that nice play on the it's a, you know a late throw he's by only five Russ. nine. I did not wow. know that. Um, he's damn he tied for third in the NFL, I guess for for picks. So. Wow. Yeah. Um, he looked really good. I, I would like a guy like him. On, yeah. On the team, but yeah. So I mean, overall bad, not good. Yeah. But I expect. And I certainly hope that will it'll go up from here. I you know it has to. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, that's kind of yeah. where we're at right now. Um. Um. Yeah. It, I I I don't believe Russ is going to continue to struggle. You know. Um. And it, if he plays like Russ, then everything is on the table. Hmm. Um, if he plays mediocre or below, then they're going to lose. Yeah. That's just where, where we are. And that's part of why he makes $35 million, mm-hmm. you know, cause he's supposed to be the guy and he is the guy. Yeah. Um, 61 yard field goal. That was kind of, Oh cool. yeah. Yeah. We should at so, least <laughs> give him props. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out Jason Myers for the 61 yarder Seahawks franchise record. That's probably what top five, top 10 longest all time. Yeah, I'd be. I don't. I'd be curious to know how many. I should have looked this up. I'd be curious to know how many sixty-plus field goals have been made in NFL history. It's not a lot. It's no. not a very big number. Is the longest sixty-four yards now? I feel like somebody. 
some, you know, there was the guy with half a foot that had the record for Dempsey that had the, had the record for like 30 years. And I yeah. feel like somebody just beat it a few years ago. I can't remember. Oh, Might've been in Denver, which barely counts. Let's um, see. Okay. Um, 64, Matt Prater. Yeah. We had a few 63s. So, uh, yeah, we had four 63s, a 62. And then he joined Janikowski, Jay Feely, Justin Tucker, Greg Zerline, and Jake Elliott uh, in the in the 61 club. So I think there's around, let's see, Chandler Gadanzaro in a 60-yarder. Wow. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 60-plus-yarders. He is in the top 10. And what, what was impressive about this is, you know, so, some of those, like anything that's made in Denver, like just yeah. like, just take five yards off of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a c- couple other places too, but this was in you know in Seattle, mm-hmm. in in the rain, like not th- these were not pristine conditions. It yeah, was, it was not warm. You know, if you're a kicker, elevation, warm weather, maybe a little wind going your way is what you what you want. He did not have pristine conditions, so. I mean, it's one of the best kicks in NFL history, quite frankly. It didn't yeah. really matter a whole lot in uh, the end, but but hey, props to the guy. I've also, I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen a kick be that close uh, to the to the crossbar. Yeah, like I've seen it. You know, he and he had a couple actually where it really inched in inside the goalpost, yeah. but yeah. that ball, like it looked like so when it was spinning, it looked like if the ball had been completely. F- <laughs> flat to the ground when it crossed the goal line it might have hit it yeah but like the way it was angled when it was crossing by it it was just perfect so kind of went over like a pole vaulter yeah exactly exactly (laughs) yeah curled over it yeah 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 would not have been good from 62 no yeah but hey man that's uh, he only needed 61 and he got it put it right down pretty close to down the middle Mm -hmm. um yeah so do you got you got anything else um, you know, after the game, Russ, well, I, I saw a couple things after the game that were a little interesting. Pete Carroll, most positive coach in the NFL seemed a little dejected. That's, that's not, you know, things like that's not us. That's not who we are. Right. Really referenced the turnovers. That's as close as he gets to banging on Russell Wilson. You know, he said, you know, seven turnovers in two games. That's not who we are. Yeah. That's that is as as you know negative as you'll ever hear Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. Um, Russell Wilson, again, he seemed a little down. He's usually Mister Positive, mm-hmm. almost to the point of making me puke sometimes. Yeah. Mister Unlimited. <laughs> um, he was yeah he was Mister Limited yesterday. Um, you know he said something along the lines of I know I'm great and I, I you know I'll I know I'll continue to be great and that's just kind of his mindset. So yeah. He needs to, you know. So again, the team has to shake this off, and now, yeah, you know, they don't. They got a game on Thursday, big, big one that they really need to win, um, if they if they want to win this division. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, right now Arizona has the tiebreaker. You take that away with a win, um, so it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a big game, and uh, you know, hell, they, 
They definitely should beat Arizona. I, I don't think – I mean, Arizona won, won on one of the greatest plays in the history of football yeah. yesterday. Seriously. A ridiculous catch. That's not catch. an exaggeration. But what did they – what the fuck did they give up for DeAndre Hopkins? I don't even want to remember David what, Johnson, a ball terrible. boy, and a bag of chips. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like I like chips. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know if they gave up the bag of chips. Yeah, honestly. Um, You know, a bag of chips would be nice. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I – Anyway, that was a that was an amazing play. You know, if if he doesn't make that play, this the Seahawks I think would be. They might be in first place because it's like a three way tie and. and but no, because the did the Rams beat Arizona. I, I don't um I don't know, but the it wouldn't matter because Arizona would be five and four and we would be six and three tied with the Rams. But the Rams. Oh right right right. Yeah. But the Rams would have the edge. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, that just goes to show how close these these games, you know, are. Yeah. And you know, that was a great play. I look it up, find it, find it on the internet, mm. find it on the Google. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, incredible play. Not poorly defended. He just went up and somehow, yeah. not only caught it but kept it. Sometimes keeping it on the way down is the hard part because those guys will hammer your arms mm-hmm. all the way down. So, mm-hmm. great play. But uh. Hey, thir- we <laughs> Thursday we're either gonna be feeling really good again or we're gonna be like, it's over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, do we blow? You know, this city, you know, this city which you know got some bad news, you know, yesterday about you know kind of our lives in general. Mm-hmm. If they lose this game on Thursday, there's gonna be people. There's gonna be panic in the streets. Yeah. There's not gonna be any masks on. Yeah. We're gonna be like, who the fuck cares? It's over. This team is going nowhere. Fire Pete. Yeah. Trade Russ. Like you're gonna hear every ridiculous thing that that you could possibly hear about this franchise if they lose on Thursday. No so doubt. Must, I mean, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it is a must win just for our mental fucking health right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess. I mean, if that's. If yeah, that's, I'm done with that. Yeah, shit. if that's what you got on, there. Um, on to Arizona. We're yeah, on to Arizona. On to Arizona. Um, let's just kind of lightly touch on the the UW game um one and oh yeah it was take it you know it was a a tough battle they obviously uh Jermar Jefferson 23 for 133 and a touchdown had a great game yeah uh their backup running back too I believe uh, had had some good stats as well. Yeah, Let's he had see. a few carries, and I and guess it was only well. it was only eight for forty one. But, but some it, of them were pretty big, like on yeah. you know, third down mm-hmm. convert. Yeah, they just they mattered. He also did have a touchdown. Uh, the Dylan Morris looked really good at first, and then just kind of went downhill yeah. as the game went on. Uh, Fourteen for twenty four, one forty one. That's five point nine yards per attempt. No touchdowns or picks. Um, just both teams just absolutely dominated on the ground. I, I felt like I was uh, back in 1982, you know. I'm glad, <laughs> I, I'm glad I wasn't watching football back then because this is one of the worst <laughs> yeah, games it was, I've ever seen. It was, it was bad, um, especially the second half. The second, know, yeah, no points. No scoring, but, uh, you know, it, yeah, full. we saw the fullback, you know, <laughs> which we don't see really ever anymore. Um, I think there are a few things going on here. Well, first of all, let me, let me ask you this. If you have a, okay. First game of the season with a, with a freshman quarterback, 
um, in the rain. Um, no, you know, you had no spring ball. What's the number one thing that you, that you hope for with that quarterback? Um, just that he doesn't like shit down his leg and yeah, and like he doesn't get hurt. He doesn't just turn the ball over a shit ton. Yeah, I really? think to me. To me, he did two. Th- the, he he checked the two most important boxes. One was don't turn the ball over, mm-hmm. um, and you know to to do that in the in the rain. I thought was was pretty cool. Yeah, um, and maybe the difference in the game. Mm-hmm. He also didn't didn't get sacked. Now some of that I didn't realize he did not get sacked. Yeah, so some of that some of that you credit obviously you credit the offensive line, but uh, you know he didn't he didn't hold on to the ball like, yeah. like our professional quarterback did a few times right. and you know um so you know if if you're a quarterback and you don't turn it over and you don't get sacked you you check two two of the big boxes right there you know i think UW going into the game they had you know uh, osu's defensive line is is pretty small and not not super talented so i think the plan was to, Let's let's run the ball and protect our our true our uh, redshirt freshman quarterback, mm-hmm. who um, I don't even know. If, this is the other thing. Was he really going to be the starter? I don't. Yeah, because who? What's his face was hurt. Right. There's been so. First of all, Jim, Jimmy, good job because I've never seen. You know there are there are you know spies. Yeah. You know throughout the world, um, who who give up secrets, you know, better than, better than Jimmy Lake did. But I mean, to keep that under wraps for as long, this wasn't a regular thing either. This was like, we're going to play. We're not going to play like he, you know, mm-hmm. the, and I didn't hear, I heard speculation, I but I heard it about Dylan Morris and I heard it about Kevin Thompson, who's the 25th year transfer yeah. or whatever, whatever he is. Um, but I never heard a firm, report from anyone about who the starter was going to be so that's that's impressive that he could keep that yeah. under his hat for mm-hmm. that long um my you know i i've heard reports that dylan morris was indeed the guy but i you know maybe kevin thompson was going to play a role maybe he was going to get a few series okay um but he was hurt for whatever you know he was yeah. not not in uniform he yeah. was there at the game but he was not in uniform so who knows but you know they ran the ball well. Um, you know, they rushed for 267 yards. You know, they had 51 attempts and 14 or 24 was it 24 passing attempts? Um, yeah, 24 passing attempts. So that's an interesting ratio. Mm-hmm. I don't think you'll see that all year. I think, you know, anytime you have a, a first time starter, especially a freshman, you're gonna try to ease them into it. Yeah, you had bad again, bad weather in the game. Um, as far as the defense, the defensive line was a concern. You know, they obviously yeah. now Jefferson is is he's a potential All Conference running back. Um, he's a he's really he was really good last year. Um, he's gonna get yards, um, but I felt like the defensive line got pushed back. Yeah, they did the the interior in, yeah. in particular for sure. Um, guys, I I want to shout out on defense are. Uh, just the two that come to mind, really. Zion Tupola Fetui. ZTF. Uh, ZTF, yeah. ZTF, two sacks, two forced fumbles. Just a great game. And then, um, let me... And he wasn't even supposed to start. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he was going to play, but... Yeah. Um, 
let let oh god I Latu Latu yeah was was gonna be the starter and we don't know yet why he's right. out I think we'll hear today maybe something on that I don't know yeah and then the other one is um Ed Edef Eddie 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 yeah uh, yeah Eddie um number forty eight uh, he had four defended passes yeah as a linebacker yeah as a yeah. linebacker and then 10 tackles he yeah. just he had a great game too he was a walk-on last year yeah that's crazy he's a, he has a scholarship now because uh, yeah. he played yeah. really well Definitely. last year um yeah. yeah and then you know those are the those are the two guys that really stuck out to elijah me. molden also had a great yeah. game molden, yeah yeah he was all over he's it a stud. yeah made some nice tackles too he's just a he's their best i think their best defensive player right now for sure um, um yeah. Trent McDuffie played well, had some nice returns, which were big. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he had this tackle against their little – they have, like, a guy that's 5'6", 140 or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just a speed demon, and uh, McDuffie tracked him down and potentially saved a touchdown. Yeah, for sure. He could have – that play – you know, he didn't even end up getting a first down, but that play could have broken, so – and he came from across the field. Yeah, so, you know, this game was pretty boring. It was. But uh, a win is a win, um, you know, especially with a, a freshman quarterback that didn't have a full camp, didn't have preseason, didn't have, you know, Portland Tech or whoever the fuck to play against yeah. for his first game. So Would have been nice to ease him into it. Yeah, so overall, I would definitely say positive feelings some pleasant surprises and there wasn't any big disappoint uh, big disappointments i would say uh except oh actually no this the whole special teams <laughs> yeah really just the really whole every aspect teams. of it except for mcduffie on yeah, the returns yeah so there was um it was kick coverage was really bad yeah. um missed a field goal was it a field goal or an extra point field goal 20, field goal 28 yards yeah yeah 28 yard field goal um, let me tell you something about that. If I'm drunk, I I would be me. I would be mad if I miss a 28 yard field mm, goal. Like mm -hmm. you just shouldn't. You can't miss those. No, no. Anyway, go ahead. Um, yeah. So kick coverage, namely, was really bad, and then obviously a missed field goal, and then there was, well, I want to say there was penalties and stuff. Like it was just all around ugly. Um, and then obviously the. The snap, the the snap that was the snap heard around the world. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the the freshman, is a freshman or just Jay, new? Jay, yeah, he's a true freshman. True freshman. So okay. you lost your. Here's the thing, I can't. I don't remember the name of the long snapper that snapped for the Huskies for four years. That's a good thing. Yeah. Because if Jaden Green, if I know your name, that's <laughs> not a good thing. Because nobody notices the long snapper unless they fuck up. Because mm -hmm. when they fuck up, they fuck up bad. And he and fucked up bad. bad. <laughs> Almost thing, twice. Almost Manute twice. Bulk couldn't have caught that no. thing. Yeah, and then the other one, yeah. So it's funny. So he made he has that play, and then for some reason, Ray, Race Porter tried to punt it, even though there's a guy right in his face. He should have just eaten that. If he eats that 16 yard line. Yeah. Maybe maybe you hold him to a field goal there. You know? I will say when he picked it up, you said kick it. I did. So <laughs> I I did, but it was, but by the time, 
by the time he started to kick it, he should have pulled yeah, it back yeah, in. Yeah, for sure, for like sure. Like you got to feel the guy right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I did. I was like, yeah, why not? But yeah. then, but then, but then, right after that came out of my mouth, I'm like, okay, now you got to eat it. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um, so yeah, next time, um, race Porter. I wish the receivers, I wish the Washington receivers would have had as good a hands as race Porter had because he went up and, and high pointed that ball and pulled it down and punted yeah. it. So Jaden green, but I, I will say this. He, he, he looked really good after, after that. Mm-hmm. So he snaps on, on field goal attempts and on punts and hopefully he's, you know, worked out those bugs and, and, and figured it out. But hopefully I'll forget his name in a couple of weeks, but right now I know his name and you know, that's not, that's not, not where you want to be. Not ideal. Um, by, by the way, can anyone technically punt it? So if an oh, offensive lineman oh. picks it up, can he? I don't know. Can he punt? That it? would be kind of entertaining to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I guarantee the special teamers don't know if they can or not because their special teams coach, yeah, didn't fucking prepare them. Not actually, but there was, um, yeah. It seemed like I, there was one of the big kick returns. There was just an open lane. Yeah. Uh, someone just didn't fill their lane, yeah. which is just. That's, that's, that's just what you got to do. That's all you have to do, really, is yeah. just run fast, fill your lane, and and hit a guy. So, and we'll yeah. we'll see. You know, I I think you know a lot of people were hey OSU played a game and UW didn't, and so you have two sides to that. Is UW at an advantage because OSU doesn't know what they're doing? Mm-hmm. I think in this case, given the amount of time these guys played, haven't played for almost a year. Yeah. To me, playing a game is a huge it's advantage. Huge. I think it's huge. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they'll get you know, some of these things buttoned up on special teams. We'll see. If not, that guy needs to get fired now. Yeah. Um, or, you know, five minutes after the next game before they get back to the locker room. Um, you had some drops, some big drops in the game on yeah. third down in the end zone. Yeah. I think he had four of them. And, you know, Ty Jones – yeah. I don't want to hear about how he's six four anymore because he plays like he's like he's like he's five eleven. Mm. Go up and get the ball, dude. You know, like if you're if you're if you can't do that, then you're just not. What are you? You're not fast, you know. So if you if if you're not using your size, you're you're just not playable. And he he drops passes yeah. too. So like there's not yeah there's not I've I've yet to see a real positive aspect of, no. of Ty Jones. No, um, you know, you had a true freshman, Rome Adunze, um, who I think will have a nice career, but he he maybe should have fought for one in the yeah. end zone. Um, so you had a, a you know a few concerns there. I, I would have liked to have seen them uh, target Kate Otten more than once in the passing mm-hmm. game. He had one catch for four yards. He's a potential All Conference tight end. Oh, but we got to talk about the spot. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. We got to. Oh, I just forgot. Yeah, I just forgot. Oh, yeah. yeah we, so, we forget because it, it, it didn't go against us. It's so, so insane, yeah. So, so, yeah, it's just part of the game, you know. It happens. So Look good to me. Fourth down. Um, fourth down, Oregon runs the ball, and they it was, like, really short. Fourth and a real short yard. And I was, I believe, was this the play that I said I was more sure? I, while before it happened, I said I am more sure, I'm more certain that they're gonna get this yeah. than I was of Cam Newton getting the touchdown against the Seahawks in like week two or whatever it was. Yeah, because they had been pushing mm-hmm. defense back, and you got a great running back, and mm-hmm. yeah, it seemed 
Yeah, you know. and obviously Cam didn't get that, but at the before it happened, yeah. I was like, oh, this is this like is we're done. G- gimme. So, yeah, and then they they do they a hundred percent get it, and yeah. then I don't know what happened. I don't know who who was spotting it if it got moved or something, but they. I mean, it's one of the worst spots I've ever seen in one of the biggest yeah. situations, and they they gave us the ball, and then the later on that drive, you know, it looks like the the end of our drive, and then they review a hit and and call targeting, which gives us a first down. Granted, I think it was the right call. Yeah, it was. It was the right call for sure. But you can hate the rule, but you can't hate that call. Yeah, but it was just the this circumstance and the fact that they didn't call it at first and then reviewed and changed it. It just yeah. was it all around a, a bad experience for for Oregon State. And here's State. you know what you're what you're forgetting. Hmm. I thought they had the first down on third down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was two questionable spots. <laughs> I thought they had it then. Now, reviewing that one, you're not going to overturn it. It was too close. Mm-hmm. So, but I I thought he had it. Yeah. And then the next one, I barely was paying attention because he they pushed. He mm-hmm. got went over the line and. You know, I was barely, and I'm like, wait, what? And yeah. then, then I look up right when they're measuring it. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I was me? looking at my phone. You, you were like, what? And I looked up. I was like, <laughs> no way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that came out was, and I, so this is where I'm a little confused because it came out a little bit later that, oh, the Pac-12 only had X number of cameras, so they were missing some cameras that would have provided crucial angles on that. I I assumed it was the network that I, I was a little confused about that. Like, yeah. doesn't the network bring the cameras? I, you know, but they, you know, the Oregon, Oregonian reporter, uh, John Canzano, who's a really good follow on Twitter also. Mm. Um, you know, he's Oregon centric, but he's packed. He does a lot of, you know, wider yeah. pack 12 stuff. But um, yeah, he, what he said was the conference didn't have cameras there. Or, and I, so I'm a little confused on that. I don't know who provides the cameras. Um, the conference did release a statement yesterday, and basically, and I, I will somewhat agree with this. If you watch the reviews, you couldn't really tell for sure. Okay. So the conference said we didn't have a definitive angle to be a hundred percent sure. I, I, I think I agree with that. It wasn't really shown a lot on TV, and you didn't have like all the angles were either way behind it. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't be a hundred percent sure. Mm-hmm. But live, oh my god! Yeah. Like that was that was about as sure of a first down as as you can get in that situation. Absolutely. I it was shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, now you know if you're an Oregon State fan, maybe you feel like that's the reason the game was lost. I I don't really agree with that. I, you know, UW moved the ball pretty easily after that you know uh, maybe they score a touchdown if if they had more of a sense of urgency i don't know we'll never know you never know how those things impact the game yeah you know we can all play the what if game if you know what if what if the snapper doesn't snap it over the punter's head and and we make a 28 yard field goal well guess what now the game's 30 to 14 and it feels kind of like a a, almost a blowout Mm mm-hmm so we can all play the what if game. Yeah, it was a bad call, and you know what? UW's gonna get a shitty call against them at some point. You know, it 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 happens. Yep. Um, but hey, um, I honestly, I 
I'm just glad that they played a game. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I and I felt going into it like this might be the only one we get. Yeah. I really felt that way, and I'm still not a hundred percent sure. Me too. Like there could be. There's already games canceled this week. Yeah. I don't know. We that, that might this mm. might be the only time we talk about mm. a, a game. Um, I felt going into the game like, yeah, I better in, just in soak this in because I this might be it. This might be all all I get to see this yeah. year. So I was happy that they just played a game, and you know we'll see we'll see where it goes after that. For sure. Um, you got anything else as far as either of the either of the football teams? Um. You know one one you know, the one thing about the about the Huskies was the the running back situation. Um, they um, the little the little five seven guy whose name I'm blanking Sean on. Sean Magoo. Sean, yeah, Mr. Magoo. Yeah, looked um, really good. He looked really good, and we, he kind of they didn't use him much, and they went with with Richard. I like Richard Newton. Um, he runs hard. But I'm starting to think he's one of those guys that just runs into the wall all the time, and when he could run around mm-hmm. it once in a while. That's yeah, we call those D washes around yeah. here. Dwayne, yeah, Dwayne Washington, uh, current NFL running back somehow. Yeah, he's fast. Know, he's he's fast, but that's uh, that was his thing at UW is just run straight and you know just like Forrest Gump. But yeah, they they kind of you know it was, it was a committee out there. They had Pleasant, McGrew, and Newton. I'll get, um, you know, a decent amount of carries. Uh, McGrew had nine, Pleasant 12, Newton, uh, Newton 15. Newton by far the worst yards per carry. Yeah, 2.7. 2.7. Pleasant had 5.1. McGrew had 10.1. Touchdowns for McGrew and Pleasant. And then also a rushing touchdown for Dylan Morris. He, he uh, I forgot about that. He, he had a sneak. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I... I I like the kind of the committee we're running though. Yeah, yeah, and I think Cameron Davis, who got two carries in the game, might be the you know end up being the best when all is said and done. Mm-hmm. Maybe not this season, but next season. Um, I I he I think he has the most complete game, and he did have three catches uh, in the game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the other thing that was a little surprising, um, they have a lot of big recruits in the, at the receiver position. Um, and may, you know, we'll see where it all goes, but there, there's some guys that, you know, like I keep hearing about Austin Osborne and Marcus Spiker who were, were big recruits, especially Spiker was a big win in the, in the recruiting battle. And that guy has been MIA. Yeah. So I, I'm curious about that. Um, you know, we'll see some of the guys that didn't play. Are they short-term injuries, long-term, you know, we'll have to find that out. Um, Red zone got to get better. Got in, got there five times. Two touchdowns, two field goals, and a missed field goal. You got to score more than forty yeah. percent if you want to win games. But I don't know. Again, just happy they played. And hey, whatever happens, happens after 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 this one. So yeah. Um. All right. Well, follow us on Twitter at Mason Charles Co. Aaron Co. Twenty nine. Uh. Adam on Facebook. Aaron Co. On Facebook, obviously. Uh. We got the. Uh, ebook on Amazon, hardcover on Lulu.com. Subscribe, just do it. Subscribe. Do it. The, the percent has gotten better, but it's still not a hundred. So, what are you doing? Um, Seriously, you're, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna listen to it and watch it anyway. Just yeah. subscribe. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, if you made it this far, you're you're dope. 
Thank and you. also crazy. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. We'll be back on Wednesday for your regular rendition of the co-show, talking about the Chris Paul news, talking about the Dennis Schroeder news. I'm not sure what time we're doing that one because we got the NBA draft. Yeah, NBA draft on Wednesday. So, so actually, yeah, just stay tuned. Um, could be out on Thursday or, or later Wednesday than usual. We'll we'll see. Um, yeah. Either way, peace out. Thank see you. Yeah. Thank you.